Experience Milwaukee is presented by Few Spirits, Indeed Brewing, Cost Stereophones, Bitter Cube, and Transfer Pizzeria Cafe. Their generous support allows us to highlight all aspects of the city of Milwaukee for our listeners across the country and around the world, something we've been doing since 2018. Thanks for listening, and now, on to the show with opening music from Milwaukee's very own Black Belt Theater. Hey everyone, it's Steve, and I'm jumping in this very special episode to let you know something super cool and truly a proud moment for Adam and me. Summerfest, presented by American Family Insurance, is proud to partner with Experience Milwaukee to bring you the Summerfest series, supporting homegrown Milwaukee artists. We're featuring a selection of local artists from various genres and asking what Summerfest means to them and this community. Over the past 53 years, Summerfest has evolved into what is now recognized as the world's largest music festival. And as anyone from Milwaukee knows, it's our community's cornerstone summer celebration. In addition to hosting the music industry's biggest acts, Summerfest has a long-standing history of supporting new and emerging talent and local favorites throughout their career. Summerfest is an unforgettable live music experience for attendees, artists, and employees alike. This year, Summerfest takes place September 2nd through 4th, 9th through 11th, and the 16th through the 18th, and will provide something for everyone. My name is Trapper Shep. I am a singer-songwriter here in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, and I think Milwaukee is classic. Adam. Whoa, I totally missed the three, two, one, go. I always, I can't even find that button most times. What button? This record button. The countdown? Oh, okay. It's not a countdown button. It's a record button. It says record. Yeah, I know, but I only see the countdown button. Well. Or the countdown thing. Get it right. That's what I say to myself. That's what I says. That's what you says? That's what I says. Hey, this is, is, (laughs) we are, we're getting closer and closer to Summerfest. We are getting closer and closer to Summerfest. And in fact, it's, it's right on top of us. Yes, it is. Yes. And Next week, right? Uh, what? Next week, right? Oh, it's, I don't know. Who knows when someone's listening to this? The panic it could be of happening already. It could have happened. It could be over. But uh, anyway, we have had amazing musicians. We have. Um, and in the, in the early part of this Summerfest series... I, I don't want to speak for you, but I was a little nervous. I was very nervous. Because these are legit cool people doing really legit cool things. And we are not yeah, this doing is any of that. Big deal. Big deal. This is a... Yes. And yes. And so I think our guest tonight is maybe lucky that we've had we'll some practice. We'll be continuing practice. the... Tr- yeah. We've had some practice. Trend. We've Yeah. But, I mean, he is continuing the trend of legit cool people coming on this podcast. Mm-hmm. 
Trapper, welcome. Well, welcome how, to the podcast. I, you know, don't tell them about uh, all I paid you behind the scenes <laughs> to say the nice stuff. Yeah, we'll cut that out. Don't worry. Um, but they know. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me. Of course, they know yeah. our guests pay us to do that because I roll in a Honda Odyssey. <laughs> all sponsored content here. <laughs> <laughs> They see my ride, Trapper, and they're like, someone's paying him something because nobody has a, has a ride that cool. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he got that Odyssey money. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Trapper, seriously, this has been an amazing... You're, you're the grand finale of this entire amazing trip with uh, so many talented musicians and talented people overall coming on the, the show uh, leading into Summerfest. Um, and again, Adam and I have like, this is our fourth new favorite, uh, uh, musician. I'm, I'm fourth. Who am I all behind? No, you're for, you're tied for first, but you oh, are the fourth right new favorite we've had in the past month. Oh, terrific. So yeah, yeah. I'm sure each week you have a new favorite musician. Each week show, I'm like right? this, we have to do this more often because this is kind of keeping us in touch with like the new coolness. It's expanding our horizons in ways. I I thought I was already doing pretty well listening to good music. And the last few weeks I've been, I feel like I've just been lost my entire life. I just think, you know, you tell all your guests that (laughs) you're my my new favorite. Yes. You're number one. Uh, Trapper, I only say that to Adam, so. Oh, yeah, that's it. That's it. it hurts every time. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) What's, so Adam, I agree. I, I, well, I know I have some cool music that I listen to, but yes. I have a hard time, a uh, harder time finding the new. And so, yeah. of course, who else would bring you the new other than Summerfest? Hell yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Absolutely. So, Trapper, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm good. I'm uh, I'm just missing my usual... Buffy the Vampire time to, to record this, but I'm on season six, which is a pretty bleak season. Is season um, six where they brought in Eliza Dushku? Um, or is that don't, later? Don't I, give that, anything away, Adam. Okay, it's, okay. it's a 20-year-old um, friggin' TV show. Yeah, Buffy, watch it Buffy's now. just come back um, from the dead. Oh, gosh. Back, back from the void and is uh, living in thriving again well, well not so much thriving i guess but living but um but living she's uh she's above ground and uh yeah no i had a pretty good day i swam at uh um big bay beach here not too far from my house and nice. uh we have three really solid beaches here on the north shore the uh Clody, the uh, Big Bay and Atwater. So on any given day, I can uh, choose from those those three, and nice. I ride my bike over. Um, yeah, so I'm having a pretty pretty good day. I think there's something pretty calming about uh, the waters. Yeah, agreed. in these chaotic times we're living in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what does your day look like? Oh my goodness! What what does your day look like? My day's a mess. Definitely yeah, not think, getting to ride my bike down to yeah, the beach and I, go swimming. I, I, I'll I tell think you that everyone's much. everyone's days are sort of organized chaos. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, I mean, it's it's just pretty pretty random in between, um, you know, working on songs for my next album, which I'm actively uh, doing. I just had a call with the producer today. Um, so in between working on songs, kind of dealing with the the day-to-day ongoings of trying to get you know, five to six adults in the same room at the same time or in the same van at the same time <laughs> is uh, is a bit of a, a feat um, with, with some live shows coming back and me kind of day-to-day managing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, just uh, frisbee golfing my days <laughs> away. Uh, I live, nice. like I said, uh, by Esterbrook here on the North Shore. And uh, been uh, tending to my garden quite a bit. I got uh, basil, uh, cucumber, lettuce. I got sunflowers everywhere, butternut squash. Uh, I'm sure some some other things I'm leaving out. But those are kind of the main, main events. Nice. But been tending to that. And I actually released my own seed line garden seed line this year and so i uh was selling seeds on the 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 world wide web um in conjunction with my new album may day which is all not all about but inspired by the uh the arrival of springtime nice. so we uh we found it to be a fitting merch item very nice wow talk about unique merch multi-talented that is incredible yeah, i am in i'm in a complete idiot when it comes to growing or cooking i am anything. in complete yeah. awe yeah I, also i do not have a green thumb yeah i not don't know anything about any of that stuff trying to grow grass in my backyard and i'm not doing well 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 i don't have a green thumb luckily my my partner natalie does so hmm. well no, I, I like getting getting in there, and uh, this is only my second year um, working in the garden. I come from a, a long line of farmers, but I didn't pick up um, much of that, unfortunately. But uh, yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's just really fun. And then watching other people, you know, someone sends me a picture of their basil, and someone sends me a picture of their lettuce and yeah. their tomatoes, and it's just kind of a cool way to uh keep in touch and you know grow your own so that's cool it's cool yeah that's uh, really cool. my yeah. wife it, that like even weeding which i i don't understand why this it, think this feeling exists but even she finds peace and calmness when she goes out and pulls the weeds like she loves just being outside doing the gardening of and, course uh, yeah i don't i don't get it but support it 100%. Yep. Love it. Every now and then I have to dig something out. <laughs> Which uh I'll do. Anyway, so speaking of uh uh all of this stuff, I guess what's uh what's the high-level backstory? Like Adam and I like to say we don't we pretend that no one knows who anyone on this show is and and so we like to start with, you know, the basics of of high level of, you know, What's the backstory of, of Trapper's backstory, and, and how did you get into what you're doing today? Not the gardening Trapper, part, the music Trapper's part. Trapper's yeah. um, backstory is quite literally Trapper's backstory. I had a herniated disc in my back, 
when I was like 15 years old, uh, BMX bike riding. And so, uh, from there, my mom sort of signed me up, uh, for guitar lessons and I didn't really completely sign off on that, but you know, mother knows best. (laughs) And, uh, yeah, I, I really, uh, I took to it and this, uh, fella, by the name of Bob Dylan, you might have heard of. I heard uh, one of his songs in, uh, strangely enough, a BMX bike movie. And uh, yeah, it was just kind of the moment uh, my life took a bit of a a shift in hearing his music, my mom signing me up for guitar lessons, and things sort of clicked in my head that, you know, I'll never be as good at... Uh, writing songs as as the guy who wrote blown in the wind but uh i thought you know this seems like an interesting path to go down at least so and looking okay the bmx bike movie was it rad it wasn't rad that's a classic though i was like dang did he just sidestep name dropping rad rad (laughs) is a great movie though deep cut yeah deep cut was it i know what were you bmx like bmx race or were you bmx like um, bmx no freestyle? actually uh dirt jumps because my oh. parents had a big got it uh had a big uh plot of land so we would build dirt jumps and jump off them and um <laughs> you know so trapper the i get the the signed up for lessons played the guitar where does the songwriting come from well i mean you just want to keep yourself uh keep yourself creating whether you're making bmx bike videos that's what i was uh doing before and so i think i tried to fill that void a bit uh to be honest by writing my own songs and uh performing in coffee houses and cafes and street festivals up uh, along the Mississippi River there in Red Wing, Minnesota. We had a, a kind of a residency at a little coffee house. And you can only you can only play uh play cover songs so much. Sure. You got to you got to make your own. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, I, I really enjoyed uh you know working on my own songs and trying to craft something of my own even though you know I wasn't wasn't good at it uh but you know we all we all got to write a bunch of duds and who's to say I'm out of the out of that yet but anyway I uh I just really enjoyed writing songs creating something from nothing was there I mean it's it's kind of interesting, you know, like Adam said, you go, uh, you go from riding bikes to writing music, but was there, was there like a hint of, of, uh, any kind of art prior to you, uh, volun being voluntold to play the guitar? Well, I, I would say my dad had five CDs in his car that really I, I listened to just, uh, you know, repeat for my entire youth and that was 
Tom Petty's Full Moon Fever, Fleetwood Mac Rumors, R.E.M. Out of Time, uh, Harry Chapin, Greatest Stories Live, and uh, gosh, what was the fifth one? I think uh, Uh Uh-huh by John Cougar Mellencamp, or maybe it was John Mellencamp at that time, or just John (laughs) Cougar. Who can keep track? Who Who could (laughs) possibly keep track of that? But anyway, yeah, my my sister played bass a bit, and so did my brother. So I think uh, it it felt like the the natural thing to do, uh, pick up a guitar as well. So um, I had a mix growing up because I was in the bikes and skateboards and uh, I would go and check out the the BMXers or freestylers over uh, at Summerfest back in the day. And then I'd go, you know, listen to some music, walk around and just try and pick up some of my favorite bands or any band that was playing. And um, I guess what was it? What was what were some of your Summerfest experiences early on that you can remember? Well, it it's a bit of a full circle moment for me um, to be opening up for Wilco this year because my first time uh, in the city of Milwaukee was seeing Wilco at Summerfest. <laughs> so that would have been, man, like 2008 mm-hmm. or 2007. I'm not sure. But Andrew Bird opened. And yeah, that was my first trip to Milwaukee was seeing um, Wilco at Summerfest. And then from there, uh, seeing some of my favorite artists through the years, like uh, um, Bob Dylan at Summerfest, uh, seeing Willie Nelson last year, um, getting to open up his Outlaw Roadshow and getting to watch the uh, show with his wife from the side stage was was really memorable. Um, well, I guess not last year, two years ago. Sorry, I know we um, we're all we're canceling twenty twenty. Yeah, I have no I, idea. I'm doing the same anymore. thing. I always say yeah. last year. I'm like, well, twenty nineteen last year. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. Of course, I've had uh, tons of good times at Summerfest. Um, just seeing shows, and then of course playing. Uh, is a whole nother whole nother situation. I don't know if you know. I'm sure the other artists have have told you, but it's a uh, it's a the great gig on the great great lake. You know, mm-hmm. I, it's always a mm-hmm. uh, total pros doing the the sound and lights, and uh, you you crossload all your gear, so you park in a parking lot outside of the festival. Unless you sweet talk your way into uh, <laughs> parking right by the stage, uh, but yeah, you, you crossload your your gear into vans. Van brings you the stage, twice the amount of uh, unpacking, packing, sure. but uh, that's fine. But yeah, I feel like we played almost every stage at Summerfest, other than well, I guess we did play the the amphitheater with the the Outlaw Road Show. That was pretty wild because, um, well, the bill alone was just, uh, you know, incredible. But we pull in and it's our little dinky van alongside <laughs> like 22 tour buses yeah. in the parking lot there. And then we're trying to set up into our sound check because we're first up that day. And um, Phil Lesh 
from the Grateful Dead is literally on stage with us and his amp, like tweaking his bass tone. <laughs> and we're kind of like, hey, man, like, we, you know, we go on in 30 minutes, <laughs> uh, you know, telling either Phil get Lash off or start playing with stage. us. Yeah, right. Yeah. No, I mean, that was was really kind of surreal. Um, he's a absolute legend. Obviously, you don't need to hear it from me. But yeah, I mean, tons of experiences like that over the years where you uh, just are in the right place at the right time. Yeah. At Summerfest. Mm-hmm. So, how how has it helped you, Summerfest? How has it helped you in in those early days of of um, getting off the ground and getting that first gig there? Well, I think it's just a nice nice boost. Any any sort of big festival gig is, especially for that that day or two around it i mean it's funny just talking about playing any gig at this point seems like a a monumental yeah. event because it's yeah. been so scattered of course i'm back playing some shows but even still i think just the importance of of any show feels amplified uh at this point um of course you, you can still have uh bad gigs uh even when you haven't played a gig in quite a while but I feel, felt like, you know, it was funny when, when gigs would come back, it would be this. You wouldn't worry so much about all the the same things, playing shows again, but, you you know, you get right back on that uh, bike, <laughs> and it's kind of a, a lot of the same uh, joys, but a lot of the same, you know, problems and uh, logistical nightmares that go along with playing shows that you, you kind of forgot how to, how you know, that how it all works again. So you got to brush brush the dust off the GPS and the, <laughs> you know, the, Where guitar, am I going tonight? the yeah. guitar pedals and uh, changing your guitar strings. How do I do this? <laughs> you know, um, just, yeah, it's, 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 uh, it's kind of interesting. It feels like just a really, really long off season, um, a very uh, terrifying and, uh, you know, just devastating off season, but we all have been going through this, uh, together one way or another and are all affected by this, uh, pandemic. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting that you say off season because, uh, often what I think about is, is music being similar to sports in this way that, you know, you get your whatever 30, 60, 90 minutes set or whatever it might be that night. And, uh, and everyone's just kind of jamming to it, and it, and it it's like, this is awesome. This this musician I'm watching, how cool are they? How cool is this moment they have? And I think people, a lot of people, don't understand sort of the grind and the work that goes into the day to day to get to that place. You know, it's like watching a game and you see someone make a great play, and you're like, oh, that's so awesome. They're they're lucky there's that good. And it's like, no, there's so much work that goes into all of this and preparation and logistics that, um, uh, I'd imagine even playing a summer fest where they've got everything down is, uh, still a little bit, uh, nerve wracking at times. Yeah. Tell me about it. <laughs> um, the, the, you know, it's funny. The gig is really the, the cathartic moment away from, that's really the the joyful part of it all, of course, the part that doesn't feel like work. It's driving to the gig. It's uh, f- trying to figure out 
your stops along the way to the gig, where you're staying after, who's who's driving, who's mm-hmm. setting up merch, who's you know, it's all um, a lot of logistics for a 45 minute show. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's funny. My uh, guitar player Quinn, and he has this joke about his dad, who is like. You know, you guys sure do a lot of driving. Um, that's a joke. But just like a, a Midwestern dad commenting on That is a hundred percent. Oh my God. Yep. Yeah. I, I can hear my dad saying that. Yeah. I've said it. But sure. I, mean, I do a lot of driving pretty, for a thirty minute show. Yeah. I mean it is it is pretty absurd. Uh, it is uh, what it is. It's the grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What what I guess what's your take on sort of you know, we've talked a bit about what Summerfest means to artists and musicians that are, you know, getting off the ground or established and, and playing there. But what do you think or what's your point of view on what Summerfest means to Milwaukee? What it means to Milwaukee. I mean, it's Milwaukee's a city of festivals, right? Mm-hmm. So I think uh, as much as I love going to, you know, the Brady Street Festival, Locust Street Days, um, Irish Fest, you know, this weekend, all the different block parties. I think Summerfest is sort of the, you know, the, it, it, it is the key, the event, the key, the, you know, the main, the main show of the summer. I mean, the Brewers and Bucks, I guess, are going to give them a run for their money, <laughs> but, um, yeah, Summerfest is the main event, I think, that the city has historically had to offer. And for as much else that's, uh, that's going on, I, I think it's still really, you know, the heartbeat of the city, especially in the summer. Yeah. I've always had this, like, <sighs> every time Summerfest ended, because it, it meant summer was, like, half over or almost yeah. over. and. So I'm kind of excited that it's in September this year because it's like I can cling to this summer's not over yet. You know? You'll have something else to sigh about. <laughs> like I'm sure you can find something these I'll, days. I'll look for it. But uh yeah. Um so uh if people want to sort of get connected to what you're doing and Besides, you know, follow you on the grind. Yeah, streaming everything on Spotify. Uh, what's where are the best places to kind of keep up with uh, uh, everything that's going on, tour dates and and new releases and all that? Yeah, uh, I think just all the normal social media channels, right? The the Facebook, the Instagram, um, <laughs> all these these sites everyone's on, I guess, but. Thank you so much for coming on, and uh, you will you'll probably see us roaming around there with uh, weird looks on our faces as we're just excited to be there again. Terrific. Well, this was so nice talking to y'all, and uh, we'll see you there. Cool, Adam, Stephen, you know, and now Milwaukee's own Black Belt Theater. <laughs>